live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. Restore some pride. It matters. The lithium will power components like our, like the, we, we like it's going to be taking, being made in redwood minerals, excuse me, redwood materials near Charleston, where the company's making the largest investment in the state of, in the history of this state. And by the way, parenthetically, I want you to, you're going to hear about the deficit. Cut the deficit, $1.7 trillion in two years. Nobody's ever done that. Cut the debt, $1.7. And today, in New York, we're investing a record a billion dollars to renew the Hudson Tunnel. You walk through that tunnel, it was built 100 years ago. It's falling apart. You'd be able to go through it 100 miles an hour instead of 30 miles an hour. I'm not here to declare victory on the economy. I'm here to say we have a plan that's turning things around quickly. Here's five reasons why I'm asking you to donate. <laughs> Here's five reasons why I'm asking you to donate to my campaign. Uh, first reason you donate to my campaign is we're going to block out the sun. We're going we're gonna, to gonna, 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 gonna go, go, go get some help over across the aisle in the Republican. Get them. Come over, and the blacks and the whites, and we'll all work together. We'll block out the sun. We'll just... Please donate to my campaign. What campaign, Joe? You can't speak. Well, hello, everybody. How are you? Welcome. This is Live from America. You're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Broadcasting from the Live Free or Die, Granite State of New Hampshire. And of course, I'm, I'm joined by the one and only producer Eli tonight. And we thank you guys very, very much. And we give all glory to God for being able to do this show for you guys. He is an absolute mess. He is an absolute... I'm uh, kicking the door and I broke it down. And I, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I broke it. I, re- I reduced deficit $1.6 trillion. 1.6 trillion. Nobody's ever done that. By the way, in a little bit, I'm going to show you the crowd size that he was speaking to, and it is absolutely pathetic. Make you want to puke. 
I would like to uh, thank the following people, ladies and gentlemen, for joining live tonight. We have MJ Randall and Betsy. How you doing, Betsy? Good to see you. Diane is in the building. Majogo. Wendy is here. How are you? Good to see you. Marita is here uh, in the building. George, how you doing? Yo, yo, Germ. How you doing, brother? Thank you very much. It's me, 77. Suzanne Vermontis, how are you? Cat Lover is in the building. Chavez Linda is here. How you doing? Lisa Nakan, how are you? Sundog is here. Savvy Granny, how are you? Ricky is in the building. Jenny Sue, how are you? J-Law is here. Sherry, how are you? Cheryl, I should say. Cheryl, it's good to see you. Tiffany from North Carolina. Darlene from Florida. I like to say Tiffany from North Kakalaki. Darlene from Michigan. Meta, thank you very much for the $15 donation. God bless you. Patrick from Montana, how are you? Snapdragon's mom, how are you and how is Snapdragon's? Kathy from Central New York. Amanda, how are you? Brenda from VA. It's good to see all you guys. I love you. Ethan from Florida. I wish I could shout you all out. James and Tammy from Kansas, how are you? Appreciate you all very much. And I'd also uh, like to thank the following uh, monthly donors here that help keep us alive, afloat. Truth coming out. Charles Weisinger, Karen Napier, thank you very much. Jane Yeager, Sue Mulcrone, Robert Adams, Michael Weed, Jeff Richardson. How you doing, my man? Tim Maletti and Amy Bradshaw. Thank you all very, very much. And I do want to also let you know that uh, LFA TV Live from America uh, will have people on the ground at the TPUSA event in West Palm Beach next Saturday, the 15th of July. I will be here in studio But some of your favorite hosts, Mike Crispy, Will Johnson, Anna Perez, Heather Mullins will be down there. So many of the LFA family is going down there to cover the TPUSA event. So I don't know if you guys already have plans on going or not, but LFA TV will be there. And, uh, you know, we, we promised we'd start covering all these events. We promised you that we would start covering things that are happening on the ground, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We promised Trump rallies. And we're getting uh, into those. So, you know, they, we, 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 we are really finally uh, getting the truth out there to more and more people. Thank you, Suzanne, for the slurp fun. God bless you. So I just want to say thank you, and I hope to see you. I uh, hope uh, we can see you, LFA family, can see you in um, West Palm Beach in Florida for TPUSA on the 15th of July. Yes, and there's a Trump rally in Iowa tomorrow. We're not covering that one, but moving forward, we should be covering pretty much all of them. So, anyway, folks, I'd like to get to Jesus Calling, the evening version tonight, July 6th, year of our Lord, 2023. Beware of dividing up your life into things that you can do by yourself and things that require my help. The truth is, everything you do, even taking a breath, (sighs) requires my assistance. Recognizing your utter dependence on me builds a strong foundation in which you can do your work heartily from the soul. Hebrews 1.3 says, The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purifications for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. And Colossians 3.23, whatever may be your task, 
Work at it heartily from the soul as something done for the Lord and not for men. Funny thing about that is I actually read that verse this morning as well. Uh, Colossians 3.23. So that's really cool that it showed up again twice in the same day. Thank you, Melly. She says, congrats on the 60,000. Thank you very much. Yeah, we finally hit 60,000 subscribers here on LFA TV. Truly a, a blessing. Before you turn out the light tonight in your preparation for tomorrow, dedicate your efforts to me, but also keep looking for me or to me for help. Always. Trust me, there's something that you can always, always ask God uh, for help for. And if it is in his will, then you'll receive it. It's a very important part of it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please remove your hats. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. In Jesus' name, we bow our heads. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So many of us are tempted, aren't we? Tempted with anger, tempted with wanting to, uh, you know, get your point across. We've all been tempted with it, but we've got to make sure that we work together to keep ourselves from it as much as possible, okay? And before we go to the first and foremost section, folks, I also want to remind you that the Trump Guide, well, actually, it's the Kids Guide, but it's got a lot in there about Trump, and he's going to be the future president again, so you're going to want to teach your kids as much as you possibly can. But it's got a lot of books, from the presidential elections to uh, the Reagan Revolution, American Greatness, Give your kids a peek inside the Trump presidency like no school will ever teach them. Not only that, the policies that he has as well. It's a 30-day free gift bundle. After that, if you choose to keep it, you can decide whether or not it's worth it for you, especially if you're doing homeschooling. This is a massive, massive opportunity for homeschooling. So get this important gift bundle today by just going to JeremyForTrump.com. That's Jeremy. For Trump.com, and if you're homeschooling, I highly, 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 highly recommend it, okay? Jeremy for Trump.com. All right, first and foremost, let's lift up our cups, and let's have our first slurp. You ready, baby? We already got people on the slurp fun train. Look at that, $5 rumble rant from George. Choo-choo, baby. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. We've already hit $50,000 of slurp fund recipients. We've got more checks to go out this week, and... uh Eli has a job, so we celebrate good times. Come on, share and like the video. Here we go. Look at that. Melly says, slurp in my field of greens. Amen. Is the White House trying to pin the cocaine on Kamala? Eli, do you think it's possible that the cackling jackal would have the cocaine pinned on her in order to maybe get her to, re- to, to resign as vice president? so they can bring in Gavin Newsom as the vice president, so they can pop the 25th Amendment on old Joe and uh, send him off into the pedosphere. <laughs> the pedosphere. I don't know. It just sounds all a little fishy to me because it sounds like they're starting to plant the seeds that this cocaine could have belonged to Kamala Harris. It could have belonged to the vice resident of the United States of America. I'm just saying it sounds a little bit fishy to me that they're even mentioning, well, this could possibly be Kamala Harris's. 
But anyway, let me get to the point of the matter here. And I want to thank Christina Layla because I look at one thing and I see, oh, that's a headline. But then I go, why is that headline a headline? Why is that a story? Why is cackling Kamala Harris, the cackling jackal herself, even, why is anybody even putting her name into this? And then I go right to the, well, it makes sense if, so let me read you the story and then we'll get to my, you know, synopsis of everything when it's all said and done, okay? The Biden White House cocaine scandal is heating up more and more every single day. The White House is now claiming that the cocaine was found in a much more secure place near the Situation Room. The story about the cocaine discovery keeps changing every single hour by the network. I saw today at the same time two different networks saying two very, very different things. On Tuesday night, it was reported that cocaine was stashed in a cubby in the storage facility in the West Wing after Biden Uh, Hunter Biden visited the White House. It actually broke that it was in a library first. Cocaine was hidden in a cubby located in a frequently trafficked place in the West Wing and not the library as initially reported. We've talked about that. Now the White House is claiming that the cocaine was found in a much more secure place. Now, according to MSNBC, the baggie of cocaine was found in a much more secure place near the Situation Room that only few people would have access to. Quote, what we've learned is that there are, in fact, two West Wing entrances. But it's how they end the statement that perked my ears up, and you're going to want to share this. It's how they end the statement here about the vice president, Kamala Harris, that perked my ears up, and you're going to want to share this. Oh, we don't want, that's just an echo. Okay, ready? Here's the actual video. Play it. Kelly, the big change is where this was found. It was found, um, by my observation, in a much more secure place, limited access place, than that West Wing reception area. It's still a publicly trafficked, a frequently trafficked place, but it's down near the Situation Room, right off West Executive, down below. And normal people, just average people, just can't get in there, even with the entry from the Northwest Gate. Well, let me let me bring you up to date with the reporting that I have. What we have learned is that there are, in fact, two West Wing entrances. You know that. I know that. But for the benefit of our audience and now the investigation has progressed. And so they're saying the West executive entrance, which, as you noted, is closer to the Situation Room and closer uh, to uh, the Navy mess where there's the facilities for food and so forth. It is uh, also next to West Executive Drive. That's where, for example, the vice president's vehicle is parked. Kelly, the- oh, 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 oops. Oops, back up the throw them under the bus truck for a second. Ma Bell says, why are we talking about this? Look at Israel and Yanuka. We're talking about this because this is our country. And the more we can provide information to the public what happened in this 2020 election to get us to this point and why we can never do it again and why we need an absolute rush to the polls to vote so we can overwhelm them i'm not saying that what's going on in israel and stuff isn't important but this cocaine story is linked to all the other things that's happening that's linked to the Biden crime family, that's linked to the CCP puppeting, that's linked to the money laundering, that's linked to Ukraine. It's all part of the Biden crime family. So the reason why we're reporting it is because it is important, not the fact of who really cares who's doing lines off bust of Teddy Roosevelt, as, uh, uh, as, as Schmidt says on New- Newsmax, 
but more because of the fact that it's tied to all of the crap that's going on. That's why I'm talking about it anyway. So again, you can understand that when Mean Jean Corrine Pierre is asked about this, again, she has nothing to say about this. And the reason why they have nothing to say about this, ladies and gentlemen, is because they, they know whose it is. And I can guarantee you there's a story already manufactured in the works to throw somebody under the bus. And I'm just thinking, hey, it sounds about a perfect time for them to throw Kamala Harris under the bus because they know Joe's got to go, but there's no way they want Kamala as president. I'm just saying, I'm looking at the conspiracy theory, I guess. Part of me is looking at that. Here's, uh, well, here's the cackling jackal herself. Let's see what she, I mean, uh, the, uh, the garbage pail kid herself. Let's see what she has to say. Where exactly inside the West Wing the substance was discovered? I'm not going to get into uh, specifics. All I can say is when people visit the West Wing, uh, there, is, uh, an air, there is the area of the West Wing where uh, it is highly uh, traveled, uh, and that is what happens. People come through this particular area. It's highly traveled. I'm just not going to get into specifics. I'm not going to get into, uh, uh, not going to get ahead of the Secret Service, and so I'll let them speak to that. There are a couple of primary entrances into the West Wing. There's the one with which we're all familiar right outside uh, the driveway where the Marine stands when the President's in, in the West Wing. And there's another entrance uh, off West Executive Avenue. Can you explain which, which entrance we're talking I'm about? I'm going to let the Secret Service speak to that. Can you explain why you, you can't explain it? I mean, you, you described it as a heavily traveled area. That's what the secret, I'm just saying what the Secret Service uh, said. We got this from the Secret Service, so I'm sharing a little bit more with you uh, from here. But again, it's under their purview. It's under, get Steve. Again, it's under their purview. It's under their investigation. They're looking into it. We're not going to get into it. That's how you know that they know whose it is. Now they're going to try to manufacture whatever they can to throw whoever it is they've got to throw under the bus. And I just happen to believe that it might be Kamala Harris. Why else would they be saying anything else about, well, this is the part where, this is the place where the vice president comes into. Okay, we have cameras. We should be able to figure this out pretty quick. We should be able to figure this out real quick. I'm just saying it just sounds a little weird to me. Now, I want to show you something. Earlier, I was, you remember the, the video I showed you of Hunter on the balcony? And how it looked like, and again, we obviously we don't know, so I can't say, oh, he was doing cocaine on the balcony while watching the fireworks on the People's White House. I can't say that, but I can say it looked like he was doing cocaine the way he put something by his nose and walked away from the camera, got behind Jill and ducked off into the corner behind the flag, ripping, you know, doing bumps off his pinky. He's his, his probably got a coke nail that he's doing lines off of. I, I mean, who knows? But I want to show you the rest of the video when he came back. It's when he came back. Now, I want you to really look at this video. I'm going to remove the banners here, and I'm just going to let the video play for itself. And I want you to see the body language of the Bidens. Ashley Biden is there. You got Joe Biden. You got Joe Biden. You got Hunter Biden. I want you to just watch this. I just want you to formulate your own opinion. But I want you to also focus on the fact that it takes about 45 seconds to a minute for Hunter Biden to blink. 45 seconds to a minute to blink. That's called geeking out, ladies and gentlemen. And this was right after he went and did whatever it is he did this morning when I showed you that he walked off into the corner. I'll just let you watch this on for yourself. Here you go. Bye.
Now I know the volume's all messed up on that. That's just the, that's the music coming through the video. But I mean, just notice the way they are. They're just so odd and weird. And Hunter doesn't blink. And and you know he's burning up and sweating. And Jill just looks so like some plastic mannequin. They're just so there's no pride. There's no American pride there. It's just embarrassment. It's just absolute embarrassment. I guess it is what it is. Oh, look at that over there, honey. We're gonna that we blocked out the sun. We did it. We did it, but what are these lights? They're blow, they're exploding everywhere. Dad! Oh, look at me, I'm sweating, Hunter says, and wipes the sweat. Joe has no idea what's happening. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, is that is that a first family to be proud of? I mean, we all know they're illegitimate, but come on, you can at least uh can at least have somebody representing it better than that. Absolutely horrible. Now, here is the surprise of the evening. Well, first of all, before we get to the surprise of the evening, let me show you, let me show you Joe Biden's crowd. Remember the, the cold open video that I showed you where he was kicking the stand and he was talking about who knows what? Again, talking about is this what we want representing us? Look at the size of the crowd that was there to see Joe and welcome him. There's like, I don't know, maybe 150 people, tops. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your resident. Please welcome. Uh, let's play that again. Uh, I mean, I maybe counted maybe 80, 90 people, maybe. There's about 40 people there. It's a good 50 Ladies people, 60 over there, maybe, maybe 100. <laughs> I don't know. Come on. He's got it. And this guy's got a campaign going. No. He's not, he's not going to run in 2024, and I think this cocaine story and the Hunter Biden plea deal and all of this is just all a way for the Democrats to go, you know what? We hear you, America. We can't have these people representing us. We need to get rid of them, and I see some resignations coming in the future. I'm just saying, because they've got to, they've got to get a real campaign started here real quick. I mean, would you at least agree with that? I want to bring up the Rumble chat. Let's get that um, fired up. Would you at least agree that the Democrats have to run an actual presidential campaign very soon and that there is no campaign headquarters for Joe Biden? Let's see what everybody says. Okay, we just got rid of a troll. Okay, I didn't even know. Uh, this is Biden. This is the Biden's crowd. Yep, 100 including camera crew. Exactly. Uh, probably paid to be there. My mayor gets more people. I agree. Um... Bye, troll. Okay, there was a troll. All right, see you later, troll. Hunter Biden definitely looked tweaked out. Of course he did. He looked like terrible. Biden is a disaster. Uh, no, because they're going to cheat. No, I don't. I, I think it's even way deeper than that. They, they've got to have a real campaign going. They've got to actually have some kind of a campaign going. Uh, nobody cares. Uh, there you go. Uh, Joe runs from the basement. Not if you cheat. I, well, they, they, couldn't, they can't even cheat this much. I mean, not anymore. It's getting really, really bad. Democrats are leaving by the droves. Nicki Minaj is writing songs about MAGA. Uh, I can see it. Jeremy Newsom, then get the president, then, then uh, Michael is VP. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, who are the two girls? One was Ashley Biden, the one who wrote the diary about, you know, Pop Pop having showers with her. It's incredible. I really like seeing what you guys have to say. Thank you very much for chiming in on that. Um, Kaylee McEnany. We all loved Kaylee McEnany for so long. I mean, she did such a great job as press secretary. 
By the way, like the video if you think that there's something a little bit nefarious going on with the cocaine story. Just really odd, isn't it? Because don't you think that if there was a real story here about real cocaine, that they would have a lid on that real fast? I mean, come on, they steal elections for crying out loud. You mean to tell me they can't keep a lid on a cocaine story? Come on, you guys, we really got to think about this. You mean to tell me they can't keep a lid on a cocaine story when they can steal elections and they can blow up pipelines and keep lids on that? They can get money from, from the CCP and keep lids on that for decades, but they can't keep a lid on a cocaine story? No, folks, there's a lot more to it than that. See the forest for the trees here, folks. If you believe that there's something going on outside of there's just cocaine found, like and share the video. Now, Kaylee McEnany, what a disgrace. We're going to give Kaylee McEnany, before I even tell you what she did, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give Kaylee McEnany the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day for Kaylee McEnany. Why? It's because she said there's no way the cocaine at the White House could be Hunter's. What? There's no way? Former White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany threw cold water on the suggestion that cocaine found in the White House over the holiday weekend could have belonged to Hunter Biden, the president's son. Well, I I would really like to hear this. This is amazing. Let's get into this from Fox News analyst Kaylee McEnany. For it to be Hunter Biden's, he left on Friday. He was at Camp David. There's no way. It is inconceivable to think cocaine could sit around for 72-hour period at the White House. So I would rule him out at this point, said Kaylee McEnany, uh, who's a Fox News host. Really, Kaylee? Stashed in a secret area in a cubby. There's no way it could be there for 72 hours. Kaylee, are you saying that there are cocaine hounds that are just all over the White House with cocaine noses just going, there's got to be some cocaine here. I smell it somewhere. There's no way it could hide out in, the, in a cubby for 72 hours. And apparently, that is enough for Kaylee McEnany to rule out completely that it was Hunter Biden's breaking from Donald Trump's thought process and my thought process. Now, what I want to do real quick is I want to go to Dan Bongino's because uh, Sean Farris shared something with us right before we were uh, right before we came on. And forgive me just one second while I pull this up because Dan Bongino said, there's no way it cannot be Hunter Biden's. Let's go back here. Sean, I want to thank Sean. Okay, here we go right here. Dan Bongino explains why there is zero chance the White House cocaine brought in was brought in by anybody else other than the family. He was Secret Service, folks. He said it's not hard to figure out who could have brought in the cocaine to the White House in this area, given how security protocols differ from the members, differ for the members of the president's family. He says, quote, there's absolutely zero chance anyone other than the family member brought that cocaine inside the White House complex. No chance that it would make it past the mag security checkpoints. Only family bypasses those and the vice president. So very big, very big difference of opinion between Kaylee Mackin and a former White House press secretary under Donald Trump uh, turncoat and Dan Bongino, who is a conservative podcast and cre- uh, content creator hero who served his country well. Huh? I wonder. Let me know in the live chat and in the comment thread below who you believe more, Kaylee or Bongino. All you have to do is write Kaylee or, or McEnany or Bongino, and we'll do a poll, and I will tell you tomorrow what the audience thinks, who you believe the most, who you believe the most. Eli, you could probably take a live poll at it right now. 
And I'm sure the audience is going to uh, unequivocally be siding with Dan Bongino on this one. I know I am. It sounds a little bit more... um, Sounds a little bit more on the nose than Kaylee McEnany's very, very poor assumption of, well, there's no way it could be his because, uh, you know, he wasn't there. And there's no way cocaine can hide out in the White House for 72 hours, apparently. I don't know. But while you guys are letting me know that, I want to let you know about a substance that can change your life. And this is not an infomercial, and this is not a cheap marketing campaign, and this doesn't promote anything other than what God wanted to put in your body, and that's Field of Greens, baby. We already had some people that were saying they were slurping on their Field of Greens now. They're real organic superfood. One scoop, one bottle of water, boom, you're done. Change your life. Once a day, every day. You're supposed to have like six servings of vegetables and six servings of fruit. And you're supposed to have them raw and organic with no pesticides, no weed killer, no, or, no uh, organic enhancements or anything like that. That's what you're supposed to have. That's what you get inside Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens, every jar. And it lasts about 30 days. And there's many different kinds there. You'll notice your skin will all of a sudden just smooth out. You'll notice your cuticles and your, and your fingernails uh, will look a lot healthier. A lot of people have said hair regrowth. Weight loss. All I know is, ladies and gentlemen, it works. And it works wonders. And it's fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Keep healthy, ladies and gentlemen. Trump looks healthy lately, doesn't he? I wonder if Trump is drinking Field of Greens. I wonder if he is. You know what we should do? We should get Sean to cut a, a commercial for us for Field of Greens, but sound like Trump. It's your favorite president here, and of course, you know I like my field of greens. There's nothing more than, I mean, we're looking into it. We're looking into it, right? I've got people looking into it. They say it's the greatest thing ever since uh, uh, Trump, I guess. I don't know. Maybe if we get Sean to cut a promo, maybe we'd uh, really push some field of greens. I mean, the guy looks like he takes it. Maybe we'll get a cease and desist letter. I don't know. Maybe we will. I don't know. Anyway, I want to move on. Very important stuff. January 6th defendant is now spilling the beans about a plea deal that he was offered. Matt Brainerd claims that this J6er was offered a plea deal, a sweetheart plea deal, okay? Now, I know at this point there's a lot of J6ers that are probably just like, look, I've got to get back to my family. My family needs me. I've got to take a plea deal. They're doing everything they can to demonize Trump and using us to do it. Donald Trump said, they're not after me, they're after you, I'm just in the way. And there's a good, there's a good um, example of it right there. They've got these people locked up and they've got them locked up tight and they're giving them nothing and they are really just denying them basic human rights. You and I know this, everyone knows this. And now this J6er says that he was offered a plea deal, but only if he condemned President Donald J. Trump. Now this is in quotes, condemn President Trump and say, quote, President Trump, made me do it. Isn't that sick, Eli? Wednesday night on the Timcast IRL podcast on YouTube, looking ahead, America's Matt Brainerd disclosed that he'd been able to visit J6ers in the gulag. This is seemingly rare admittance Because in July of 2021, Congressman Matt Gaetz, Louis Gohmert, and Marjorie Taylor Greene, who we're going to talk about in a little bit as well, weren't even permitted access to the prison. Quote, 
just going in was completely dehumanizing. And I can, I can relate to that. You guys know that I can relate to that. Just going in was completely dehumanizing, he said. But I went there to meet a guy named William Crestman. This guy has not been charged with any violence at all. He's a military veteran, like so many of the January 6th defendants. He's not being charged with conspiracy or organizing anything. He's just a guy who showed up. He was arrested in January of 2021. He still doesn't have a trial date, and they have denied him his psycho, uh, psychiatric medication. He tried to keep journals, and they just come through and throw away all of his papers. He has two daughters, and he has not seen them for two years plus. Two young daughters. And he was finally going to see them the week after I was in to visit him. Whatever the wildest thing in the world they wanted to accuse him of, they might want, uh, that they might even charge him with, he would have already had time served. But they're keeping him in there on dire conditions, still without a trial date. A military veteran not charged with any violence because they can. Not for what he did, just because of what he believes. Then he said a few moments later, Brainerd made another shocking claim about Cressman's situation. He said, Brainerd stated that Cressman told him that he was offered a plea deal to plead guilty to two lesser charges and also to condemn President Donald J. Trump and say that President Trump was the one that made him do it, end quote. On Twitter, another J6er, Ryan Zink, in confirmation to Brainerd's claim, said, same here for my plea. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that is so incredibly sickening, and we know this stuff is going on. But it's so incredibly sickening because they're using them to take down Trump. And they're using their families and they're holding them ransom from their daughters, from their families, just to say Trump made me do it. I want to play a little bit of this right now from Tim Cast on uh, YouTube. And this is the most disgusting part of it to me, is that the, the Department of Justice's attitude is that you might be able to beat the charges, but you can't beat the ride and you can't afford it. So a lot of people are just taking a plea agreement to just get out of it, even though they're not guilty. And in fact, I really have to admire William Cressman because he was offered a plea agreement. He had to do two things. He had to agree to the two lesser charges, and he had to condemn President Trump. Wow. And say that President Trump was the one that made him do it. And he said, that's just not true. And I'm not going to admit to something that isn't true. So he has put himself through this like a martyr. And I cannot wait for the day that he gets out and that he can tell his story publicly. Because it's, that, that was the ask. You have to condemn President Trump and... You have to plead to these other charges. I'm not guilty of any of it. Wow. The level of evil and corruption in this country is out of control. And we're going to rein it in. We're going to rein it in. Have no fear. We are going to rein it in. They hate us. They have to label us terrorists, you guys. They literally have to label us terrorists to try to stop us because they can't stop what's coming. I'm going to ask you guys, before I get to this next story about Oregon, and this affects all of you, it affects all of us in the country, I'm going to ask you to all do me a big favor. I need some shares. If you have not shared the video yet, just copy the link up in the top of your uh, bar. You can just put your cursor up there, click on it, it'll highlight. Right-click on it, copy the link, and then you can share it to any of your social media platforms. That's an easy way to do it. And another way to do it is if you're watching on an app, you can just click the share button right underneath the video and it should bring up your 
uh, social media platforms. If you guys could all do that and also refresh and make sure that your like counted, uh, I'm going to do that myself right now, and then we're going to get into the story about Oregon that you guys all need to hear. I see 896 likes, 3,700 people watching here on Rumble. Thank you very much. And for those watching on Roku Fire Stick and our mobile app, God bless you and thank you. You can go and download our mobile app on your Apple and Android device today. Now, moving on to Oregon. Oregon Democrats have made it one step closer to rigging elections with ranked choice voting. Now, I told you that we've been fi- we have to be fighting this ranked choice voting on the ground prior to them even trying to put any kind of a budget or a plan behind it. And the good news about it is, is we have, but not nearly enough because the RNC will not fund anything. They won't fund Scott uh, Pressler. They won't fund any ground movement whatsoever because they are just planning on literally stealing the primary from Donald Trump by changing the way the delegates go. It's sickening. A measure recently passed by Oregon Democrats has put the state one step closer to adopting ranked choice voting for its future elections under RCV, often dubbed rigged choice voting by its critics, voters rank candidates in order of preference. If no candidate receives more than 50%, so basically if you have no populist on the first choice votes in the first round of voting, the last place finisher is eliminated and his votes are reallocated to the voter's second choice candidate. So basically you're double dipping. The second choice candidate will now get all of the votes that the loser got who gets kicked out so that they can give them a winning chance to try to win again in another round of voting. It's sickening, it's disgusting, it's unconstitutional, and it needs to be stopped at all costs. At all costs. I'm putting that in highlighted and bold print. At all costs. This process continues until one candidate receives a majority of the votes. HB 2004, that is House Bill 2004, which was passed by Oregon Democrats in the waning days of the 2023 legislative session, would mandate RCV for federal and statewide elections. The measure also gives localities the ability to adopt the system for their respective elections. I'm telling you guys, get in there and get your circuit clerk positions now. Get in there and get your uh, city council votes now. Becomes um, precinct council uh, 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 precinct men now. Because uh, it's getting ugly out there. And they have to do this because they know that they cannot cheat with the mail-in ballots anymore. And Beanery in the comment thread said exactly what I was just thinking. That is how Sarah Palin lost. Amen. Eli, make sure you keep your eye out for the trolls in there. So I just want you guys to know that you have an opportunity in Oregon to stop it. And if enough of you stand up and scream, you can stop it. And you can save your state. You can save our country because it's federal and state elections. So people of Oregon, stand up. And we'll make that a short clip. Eli, can you make that a note? Short clip of Oregon. Now I want to move on. Because ladies and gentlemen, your favorite teenager, political teenager of all time. Yes, I know you know who she is. She is Miss How Dare You herself, Greta Thunberg. She may face prison time. Now, I doubt we will ever get the satisfaction 
of seeing Miss Greta Thunberg behind bars. But the fact of the matter is, it's it could happen, and I would like to see it. Now, I know I had a soundbite. I'm looking for that soundbite, the how dare you soundbite of Greta Thunberg, and I don't think I have it anymore. I think I lost it. Oh, no, there it is right there. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? Anyway, climate change hoax Greta Thunberg charged for disobeying law enforcement in Sweden's climate protest that we saw her just, you know, you know, it was all staged. We know that. But in her climate protest that we saw her yanked away from may face up to six months in prison, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't know the, the, the look on her face. Uh, she just looks angry always, all the time. Right. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Somebody said Greta's parents should be jailed for child abuse. Yeah, you should. Exactly. Sweden says enough of Greta Thunberg. Sweden's prosecution authority is bringing charges against none other than their homegrown eco-hoaxer Greta Thunberg for a defiant act of disobedience during a climate protest in June. The 20-year-old now is facing potential fines and or imprisonment of up to six months. The charges stem from her involvement in a protest that allegedly led to major traffic disruption, uh, disruption in Malmo in June, authorities said, quote, The prosecutor has filed charges against a young woman who, on June 19th this year, participated in a climate demonstration which, according to the prosecution, caused disruption to traffic in Malmo. The statement said the woman refused to obey the police command to leave the scene. And, of course, when asked for any kind of statement by Miss Greta Thunberg, this is what they got. How dare you? How dare you? So we will see where that goes But if you would like to see just maybe some consequences for your actions, now I'm not saying we want to wish harm on Miss Greta Thunberg, but if you would like to see a little bit of consequences for your actions, then let me know in the live chat and in the uh, permanent comment thread below, would you like to see Greta Thunberg do some jail time so that maybe she can rethink her life and uh, maybe come back and apologize to us for saying, how dare you, you have stolen my childhood. I mean, I'm just saying. Moving on. I titled the show tonight, MTG was booted from the House Freedom Caucus. Ladies and gentlemen, that remains to be true. Marjorie Taylor Greene, booted from the House Freedom Caucus, says Christina Layla of the Gateway Pundit. And of course, it's also being reported on Just the News and many other places as well. And that is a face right there that Brian Glenn can love. Only a Brian Glenn can love. Anyway, GOP Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene was booted from the House Freedom Caucus. The House Freedom Caucus, chaired by Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, voted on Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene's future with the group late last month. According to Politico, the Georgia lawmaker was booted from the House Freedom Caucus in last week's vote. The vote took place shortly after MTG and Lauren Boebert, a fellow member of the Freedom Caucus, clashed on the House floor in which Marjorie Taylor Greene lashed out at her and called her, well, another name that's used for a female dog. If you don't remember, let me play that video for you right now. There it is. Conversations to the back. There's Marjorie getting ready to put her finger in her face and scold her. Call her a B-word. For what purpose does the gentlewoman order, please? For what purpose does the gentlewoman 
from Florida, Mrs. Luna, seek recognition. Mr. So that's where she was, you know, yelling at her. She was mad that she brought articles of impeachment up on Joe Biden because she wanted her articles of impeachment up on Joe Biden herself. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Unbelievable. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I agree with this move. And I don't agree with this move just for that reason right there. I agree with this move because Marjorie Taylor Greene has not come through on a single promise that she has has promised her district and the American people. Now you're going to say, Jeremy, what do you mean? She brought up articles of impeachment. Jeremy, what do you mean? She's doing X, Y, and Z. I get that. But X, Y, and Z and articles of impeachment also translate into campaign dollars, funding, people going, oh, she did it. We got to send money to her. Oh, she did it. We got to send money to her. She's not really ever really serious. She just, you know, she's changed a lot. That's all I can say. And what I do know is that her unequivocally supporting Kevin McCarthy means that you can't be part of the House Freedom Caucus. You can't have your cake and eat it too, Marjorie. You can't get your committees and say, I'm House Freedom Caucus, but at the same time, every bit of your actions are anti-House Freedom Caucus. It doesn't work that way. Now, we can have our... <laughs> Somebody said MTG is the Bud Light of MAGA. Do you hear that, Eli? Pickman says MTG is the Bud Light of MAGA. <laughs> That's incredible. That's the statement of the day. You know what? We're going to... You know what? We got to give, uh, we gotta give uh, the, the Smarty Award of the Day for that. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the Day today. Pickup Man, for that statement, she is the Bud Light of MAGA. I mean, really, let's, let's all personal feelings aside, you can't be Freedom Caucus and do anti-Freedom Caucus things. You can't be stuck up Kevin McCarthy's butt just to get committee assignments or to further your career when your allegiance lies to the people of the Freedom Caucus and your constituents that voted you in, you're going to have a hard time winning again, Marjorie. You're going to have a hard time winning again. And it's sad to see how the, you know, what could have been, right? What could have been? It's just, it's a shame. So she is booted from the House Freedom Caucus. Let's see what happens from here. But I will say, when you're a rhino, there are consequences. There are consequences. All right, folks, I want to bring a word of Trumpet Daily to you. They say tomorrow's news today, and I got to be honest with you, when it comes to uh, shedding a light on the evil that is Barack Hussein Obama, nobody is better. Somebody said, is Brian Glenn and MTG dating, or are you joking? No, 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 they're they're together. They're an item. No, they're an item. No, Brian Glenn and Marjorie Taylor Greene are actually dating. That's not me just saying something rude or anything like that. No, they're actually dating. They're, They're a couple. But anyway... Tomorrow's news today, Trumpet Daily, folks. It is thetrumpet.com or trumpetdaily.com. As you can see, look at they're talking about Satan's broadcast leads to destruction. They're talking about Donald Trump's irresistible sense of humor and evil in a violent world. They are completely uh, pro-Trump all the way, all the way. Europe burns for a change, uh, for a change. Europe burns for change, it says. And you can also watch them here every Saturday at 10 a.m. Trumpet.com. Go there today, ladies and gentlemen. Free publication, free books, free magazines in the mail. All to you. Trumpet Daily, thetrumpet.com. Sign up, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody said, who's Brian Glenn? Brian Glenn is the guy that you see, the host for RSBN at all the Trump rallies. The guy with the, uh, like the spiky hair there. He's a good guy. Brian's a good guy. I have nothing bad to say about Brian. But yes, they are dating. 
That is 100% true. Uh, moving on because we have uh, nine minutes left. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene was talking the other day about how she loves her husband and her family. I'm sure she does. How can you not love your husband and your family? Of course, that, of course that's the case. Now, will we see Marjorie Taylor Greene simping for DeSimpleton soon? That's what I want to know. How many of you in the, cl- in, in, the, in the chat thread think that Marjorie Taylor Greene will be switching from the Trump train to Ron DeSantis? Because I have a feeling that um, being kicked off the House Freedom Caucus is not going to be a good look for her. And the more she aligns herself with Kevin McCarthy, I have a feeling that's the more separation that we're going to see between her and Donald Trump. I don't know, but I'm just curious what you guys think. Do you think that there's an opportunity for her to jump to Team DeSantis? Because Fox News, ladies and gentlemen, is really getting anybody they can to try to say anything, something bad about Donald Trump and flip the team to DeSantis. Now, as you know, Brian Kilmeade, who's been a huge disappointment in this conservative movement, he had Governor Kristi Noem of South Dakota on, who, by the way, is an incredible governor. Big shout out, Governor Kristi Noem. Big shout out to everybody in South Dakota. He had her on and he spent two minutes trying to get her to say anything he could about Donald, anything she could about Donald Trump. And boy, did she handle herself absolutely perfectly. And I wouldn't even mind her as a, I hear she's being vetted for VP as well, as, as well as Carrie Lake. But let's roll this clip here of Brian Kilmeade failing epically to Governor Christie. So uh, let's talk about the, the Republican field. I know you have not ruled out running, but looking at the field, you have quality candidates. Even I see Democrats uh, admitting that. But yet the president's lead is strong. Do you think it's because of his team and his message? Or do you think the field is underachieving? Well, I don't think it's necessarily because of his team. I think it's because of him. I think he's a fighter. And every day, Americans get up and they're shocked by what they see happening in the United States of America. And they recognize that when President Trump was in office, uh, that they were safer, that their national security concerns were not at the level that they are today, that they had more money in their pocket. Food didn't cost so much. Gas didn't cost so much. And they're thinking, wow, I'd do anything to get that back again. And this president doesn't give up. I think that's what's incredible about President Trump is he is a fighter. So we've got great people running. I'm not going to say that some of these candidates don't have a lot of opportunities here. But with President Trump in that race and us needing someone who will really go to the mat for the American people, I don't see how they get the traction to come out on top. 35 million he's put up uh, in the last quarter raising. Mm -hmm. It's an extremely high number. Uh, Do you think uh, the word is DeSantis will get close to that? Do you think if there's anyone to emerge out of the field, it would be him? (laughs) What a loser. You know, I've run probably 11 campaigns now, Brian, and what mattered to me was the small donors, the people who cared enough to send you $5, $10. President Trump has millions of small donors that invest in him. They maybe aren't rich people, they aren't big donors, but they go out there and they use their hard-earned money to get a Mm. leader elected. I don't think any of the other candidates have that kind of commitment from the people that invest in them. They have big donors that write them big checks. I think that is powerful. But those small donors that President Trump has um, really sends another message as well. Brian is so mad. Did you see how Brian, how, how mad Brian was? He's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well. Loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to Now again, ladies and gentlemen, I don't, I, you know, I'd be happy with her. I'd be happy with Carrie Lake. I'd be happy with a number of people as vice president. I think he definitely needs somebody who is going to stand up for him even in the worst times. And Carrie Lake has. Christy Nome has. Governor Ron DeSantis didn't. 
So I think people that have already shown, hey, I'm not going to let anybody rile me or move me or change my support behind Donald Trump. I think that's who he's got to go after. I think that's who he's got to go after. Boy, boy, Brian Kilmeade was big mad, huh? He is not a happy camper. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's how I want. Yeah, Byron Donalds as well. I would love Byron. If I had to pick, it would be Byron Donalds for me. That would be the VP that I would want. Now, I do want to tell you real quick that I did spend some time with Matt Gates and Christy Nome together in Orlando last year. And not even inside. We were out in the streets. I, I, I've told you the story. Uh, bumping into Matt Gates, But also, Christy Nome was there that night, too. Uh, as well as... Um, oh, who was... Uh, who's the guy up here in New Hampshire that ran t- uh, Trump's campaign? I just can't put my name. His uh, Chris... Uh, anyway... We ran into all of them, and we had a great time. I was with Will. I was with Ben, and we had a great conversation with them. And I think Christy Noman's a great and qualified person. Uh, but, you know, whoever he picks, General Flynn would be another good pick. I'd love to see that, too. I just want to see somebody with brass, iron, uh, you know, courage, spine, backbone. That's what we'll say, backbone, right? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, anyway, I want to end with this. This is good news, and I think it should be talked about because as we, as it continues, I think we've got to talk about this huge win because it's a huge, huge uh, smack in the face to Hollywood and Disney. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, out of Disney's last eight cinematic releases, they've lost $890 million. $890 million on their eight, last eight cinematic releases. And when The Sound of Freedom was coming out um, in comparison to, or at the same time as Indiana Jones, uh, the first week pre-sales, actually, the Sound of Freedom got $4 million more in first week pre-sales than Disney's Indiana Jones, which is an iconic, iconic franchise, right? And, and we all know that Jim Caviezel, who played Jesus in The Passion of Christ, plays Tim Ballard in a film. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to read for you this is incredible. These, these numbers are just incredible. Um, if you went to IMDB Pro, what we noticed is this. And this was for first week. Sound of Freedom uh, did $14 million in its pre-sales as, uh, uh, up to Indiana Jones um, and the Dial of Destiny that did $11.6 million. Uh, but to date right now, ladies and gentle- gentlemen... Um, it is the number one movie in America. The, uh, Corey Lewandowski, that's who the name was, sorry. The number one movie, ladies and gentlemen, in America. And it's going to get bigger. And you want to know what it's really doing? It's paving the way for the resurrection, which is the next installment of The Passion of Christ. And who's working together on exposing this human and child trafficking? Jim Caviezel and Mel Gibson. Who worked together on The Passion of Christ? Basically almost crumbled Hollywood with just the release of it because they couldn't stand it. And they excommunicated Mel Gibson from Hollywood. Mel Gibson and Jim Caviezel. And now they're going to be coming out with the resurrection on the heels of saying our children are not for sale. Our children are not for sale. And I think we need to end this show with a prayer. So if we can all remove our hats. Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this show today. We thank you for this network today. We thank you for keeping us safe and healthy, Lord. 
We thank you for helping us spread the gospel and not gossip. And Lord, we thank you for these two men, these anointed men, Mel Gibson and Jim Caviezel, working hard to further the kingdom of heaven at all costs here on earth. And that's what it's all about. And we thank you for these men. And we ask that you also inspire other people to have the courage to come out against this human trafficking and this sex trafficking. Because as they say in that movie, our children are not for sale. God's children are not for sale. And Lord, we are in this fight right now. Please, please cover them and us in an armor of God as we stand on the front lines against all evil enemies, foreign and domestic and of other realms. Because with Christ, all things are possible. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight. God bless you. Please, 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 if you find it in your heart and in your wallets and you want to help out LFA TV, Live from America, keep us a thing, keep us afloat, keep us going, keep us growing, then go to JeremyHarrell.com or LFATV.us. Go to the donate section and become a one-time or a monthly donor. You can also help us by using our promo codes anywhere, like on MyPillow.com if you're going to shop with Mike Lindell anyway, or by going to our store at LFATV.us and shopping with us. We have a bunch of stuff there. You might as well wear it because it's going to promote amazing amazing messages like god and jesus and patriotism we have kid sizes as well how can you go wrong there are right ways and wrong ways but guess what there's only one yahweh so stand up tall keep your shoulders back keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of god and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper lfa tv continues with culture wars next with will johnson followed by based america with drew hernandez followed by man in america god bless you guys keep your families close keep a smile on your face and whatever you do keep spreading that gospel i love you guys peace